Good morning, everyone. You are listening to The Leaves of a Victim Nevermore with Stephen Wilson. My name is Stephen Wilson, and I am a drug addict in recovery and a survivor of childhood sex abuse. This podcast's purpose is for people who identify themselves as victims of addiction or abuse. I am active in Narcotics Anonymous. I am in group therapy. And I am going to, uh, I'm going to continue in the same format that I have been going through since I started. I am going to begin by reading from Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman. As I lay with my head in your lap, Camarado. As I lay with my head in your lap, Camarado, the confession I made, I resume. What I said to you in the open air, I resume. I know I am restless and make others so. I know my words are weapons full of danger, full of death. For I confront peace, security, and all the settled laws to unsettle them. I am more resolute because all have denied me than I could ever have been, all accepted me. I heed not and never had heeded other ex either experience, cautions, majorities, nor ridicule. And the threat of what is called hell is little or nothing to me. And the lure of what is called heaven is little or nothing to me. Dear Camarado, I confess I have urged you on your word with, with me, and I still urge you, without the least idea what is our destination, or whether we shall be victorious or utterly quelled and defeated. That was Walt Whitman's Leaves of Grass as I lay with my head in your lap, Camarado. Today's show is going to be again in the therapeutic form of a letter to, and this one is a letter to my first love in high school. His name is Mark Wilson. We're not related. Dear Mark, my dear Calamus, my first love. I have to begin by saying that I had no idea what was become of us when I first saw you in the pit at Crystal Lake South. I had no idea. And that's important because I don't want you to under I don't want you to believe that there was something malicious about it because I was already living a double life and the thought of taking my own life had already entered my head. But with you, I thought that there was a chance, a possibility. 
I wasn't really sure about my sexuality. I was kind of replaying that, that Prince song, Controversy. Am I straight or am I gay? Or something else. What the teacher had done to me threw everything into chaos. But for the few months that we were together, there was calm and peace, and it was good. I did purposely take that accounting course with you. And I know under the guise of being a bully and telling you that you were going to do my homework, that we sat together at the end of the first row, furthest from the door. And I know that in time, things between us would, would become wonderful and heated and passion and doubt. Almost a total lack of safety. That night when you and Toby Picarell went up north and you guys went skiing, you had said that we would we might be able to get together that Sunday. And so I went to the general store parking lot and I waited. I waited from two to two thirty and you didn't show up, so I thought maybe things had changed. I knew the rules about calling and all of that. I, I knew all the codes that we used to get around. It wasn't until the next day that I found out that you were dead. I couldn't believe it. It started when I was in the parking lot and I started walking towards the entrance closest towards McHenry Avenue. The kids that were outside, they were just looking at me. And I went into the office and I, well, no, I didn't go into the office. I went into the doors right across from the office and I hooked the left. I went through the horseshoe and went to my locker and the fact is is that I kept noticing that people were talking and there was a lot of noise and there were some people crying at the tables. And there were people that approached me and told me good morning and it's good to see you and all that crap and I had no idea who these people were and they would normally never do that. It was all strange. And I didn't understand it. But I got my stuff and I went to the pit. And my friends, they just all looked at me. And then that's when the 
one of the deans came to me and pulled me aside and he said that, you know, yesterday was a crazy day for me. I was like, okay. He said, yeah, there's a lot of people in the faculty and, and, and others that kept calling me. And then that's when the announcement interrupted him. The announcement over to the speaker, the, the public, it was the principal. The intercom system, he indicated that there would be counselors available for those that needed it throughout the entire day. And that anybody wishing to attend the funerals were going to be able to do so without any kind of repercussion. I have to tell you, I hadn't put it together yet. But that's when he, he looked at me and he said that, you know, a lot of people called me because the story was coming around that somebody from Crystal Lake South by the name of Wilson had died in a car accident. And everybody was calling to see if it was me. And I think back to that Sunday, and I remember that my mom actually got a phone call while I was still there, and she was in the kitchen, and she was shaking her head, telling, this, telling the person that I was actually in the room, which I didn't ask about, and she didn't ask me. It just seemed weird. But it was the last thing the dean said that set me off. Well, it didn't set me off, but it hurt. He said that everybody was glad that it wasn't me. And he tapped me on the shoulder and then walked off. I was standing by one of the doorways to the halls that go outward towards the pit. Miss O'Berry, the accounting teacher, was on the wall and she was crying. She made, a, she made an attempt to come and hug me and I, I shoved her away. Because then I realized that what was happening. People were glad that it wasn't me. I know what we had didn't last very long. But in those times that we were together, in the back of the car, and at Veterans Acres and the McHenry Dam and just Twin Lakes, all the places we went, and it was just us. The thing is, is that I never told you how he felt. I know that you said you weren't sure about things. You, you were confused. And you weren't in, in any hurry to start anything, but...
I went to your funeral. They held it at the one just past Flowerwood on Route 14. But like we agreed, I never approached anybody. I did want to. I did want to say something to your parents. I wanted to say something to your little brother. I never really asked about the accident. I didn't know if there was any alcohol, or I didn't know who was driving, or nothing. I know that Toby was extremely popular, much more popular than you, but. Um, It hurt so much. And the thing is, Mark, you know, this would be a common thing because you wouldn't be the first one taken from me this way. It, you wouldn't, it, that's how Marie died. She died in a car accident as well too. and. And so did one of my car, my, my college buddies. He died in a car accident as well. And it keeps playing over my head now that I'm in, I'm in therapy and about the fact that I never gave myself a chance to grieve for you. I did go to your funeral. I did think about buying you some flowers. I, I'm just sorry that we didn't have more time. You were the only man I've ever been with. I mean, at the time I had much bigger problems being concerned about, am I gay, am I straight, am I bi? I wasn't really concerned about finding a category because I had already decided to kill myself. But you took that thought out of my mind. But your death, I just couldn't take it. It wouldn't be very long before I went back to the drugs. And I went back to the chaos. I went back to the double life. But I want you to know how important you were. It makes me sad to think about the fact that you had already decided what career you wanted to be. You wanted to be a CPA. You were serious about accounting and you know what college you were wanted to go to. Do you remember that time you sent me, I mean, you showed me that, that's that little schematic you drew up, like where your office is and where the secretary is and where your clients would sit. And you had all this ambition and you showed me all this kindness and, and and this intellect, and you always encourage me to, to do better and to do things. And 
You were amazing. I mean, you, you weren't a very good kisser, and you know, you were just kind of like tall and lanky and not much of a butt. But I loved it all. I just wish I had a chance to tell you to your face how you made me feel. If even for a moment there was some calm. I know that Walt never met me or yourself, and I know that those kinds of poems are always up for speculation, but I always thought that that poem was written for us. To confess to someone, to tell them how you really feel. I know it's part of my therapy and I know that's, well, I hope you have found peace, my friend. And I want you to know that you are missed. Sincerely, Stephen. I know that uh, I know that this show is just about therapy, and it's really I I don't know what's becoming of it. I know I do feel better when I write these things and when I get them out there like this. But the fact that it's taken me so long to grieve, I think it's only fair that I tell you that after I heard about Mark's death, I became what somewhat of like a monolithic human stone. I shut down. And it really wasn't until Lakeisha came into my life that she brought me back to life. I spent a very long time a stone without trying to feel anything because when I felt anything, I just felt like garbage. And I'm not really concerned about trying to make an argument about being straight or being gay or being bi. You have to do what you have to do. As always, right or wrong, the heart goes where it belongs. That's just the way it is. So for all of you out there, I hope that you, if you have found someone, don't take it for granted. Because your time together is limited. Because I have found out the hard way that time is undefeated. I now know for sure that the Reaper is not afraid of me. So my friends, 
You have been listening to The Leaves of a Victim Nevermore. My name is Stephen Wilson. Be a blessing, and may you find serenity. <laughs>